Hotter Than Health, episode 89. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course, your morning conference call. And if you don't know what that is, you will by the end of this episode. So you're listening to episode 88. Uh, My name is Eliza Gelman. I have got the wonderful, the infamous Taylor Longbottom laying on the couch behind me, along with Mr. Howard. Um, So thank you guys so much for listening. I do just want to put a disclaimer out there. If you listened to the episode with Neon Tigers owner John Adamson, he's amazing. He's a wealth of knowledge, and I got so much out of that episode. However, I know that the audio quality was shit, so we're going to do it again at some point, but if you can just bear with me for a little bit longer, getting some new equipment for interviews so that they can be top-notch, super excited about that. So just be on the lookout. Stay with me. I am fully aware. Um, Either way, we're going to get into this episode, but before we do, quick reminder that every review, like, share, screenshot, repost, anything you can do to energetically support the podcast is beyond appreciated. It is seen, it is valued, and if you can tag or follow at Hotter Than Health podcast on Instagram, trying to grow that account. I've been using my personal account, the Eliza G underscore fitness, plug, plug, plug. So if you guys can, that would be amazing. Any types of reviews are great for SEO for the podcast and it helps it show up a little bit more naturally in searches when people are searching for wellness, fitness, sex, poop, whatever. Um, And then if you want to monetarily support the podcast, you can always go to patreon.com. Uh, search the podcast and then pick whatever tier you want most people do the five dollar tier super easy you get monthly recipes from me and emails it's pretty fun it's interesting so thank you guys to um, all of you who have liked shared supported in any way it's amazing today is going to be a pretty brief episode I've been doing more uh, interviews which has been so much more exciting not more exciting but just in a different way I wanted to open this up so that I could reach, touch, support, and really impact as many people as possible. So I feel like getting more voices on here, uh, growing this community, that's the best way to do it. And y'all's feedback has been pretty clear. And um, I'm going to do what I can to get more people on here. We're going to have Courtney Ostrowski on again in the next week or so. We're going to be talking about human design and relationships, also digestion with human design, which is pretty fucking cool. And then we're also going to have... I finally found one woman who talks a lot about eroticism and sensuality and focusing on women, but also like sexual styles and relationships. So super excited about that. We haven't scheduled yet, but we're on, we're, we're in the middle of it. I'm going to text her. I'm going to figure this out hopefully in the next day or two, um, when we can get her on the podcast. So getting into it. So today we're going to go over a few different supplements because No, there is never going to be a magic pill to take that will help you lose weight or um, get you to the body that you want to be at perfectly. But there are things that if you are having a foundationally healthful lifestyle, you're getting your sleep, you are eating your vegetables, you're exercising, but you're not stressing yourself, you know, there are some things that can aid in your progress. And there are a couple things that I take and I'm not saying, you know, pre-workout, I'm not saying protein shakes and powders. Once in a while I'll do a protein powder, but I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest proponent of it. I just think that, um, I think that whole food plant-based styles of eating are just the most, the most helpful. I think they're the most sustainable and um, 
they're just easier to build habits habits around, not just a quick fix. Um, so what I wanted to talk about first was a lot of people just say, well, what do you eat? What do I eat? And um, kind of just wanted to break that down for you. It changes often, and I think that's important in any diet or any, not diet, but any lifestyle. Um, a, a real lifestyle is not going to be the same for, you know, any long period of time, things evolve, things change, habits change. Um, you have to modify, you have to adapt. What if you get a new job and you can't have your same eating schedule? What if you, what if you have meetings? You know, you have to be able to be a little bit more flex with the way that you eat and your structure and your food. But overall, I just wanted to give you guys a couple different things that I do throughout the day. I won't give out like portions and things like that because it's, you know, I'm not going to be counting my macros every single hour of the day. But so in the mornings on a typical day, I am starting off the day, like I always say, 32 ounces of room temperature water. If you're saying that's too much, just start a little smaller. Start with 24 ounces, 16 ounces. Put a tiny pinch of pink Himalayan sea salt in there, a little bit of lemon the night before, and I have it next to my coffee so that as soon as I wake up in the morning, I just push go or brew or whatever the fuck you do. I just... I drink that I chug it not not chug it you know it's uncomfortable when you chug it but you know I'll drink it like a quarter at a time I'll brush my teeth come back have a little bit more and you know while I'm washing while I'm brushing my teeth I'm also scraping my tongue make sure you get a stainless steel tongue scraper hey Taylor get a tongue scraper okay oh yeah do you use it apparently I got her one I forgot it was for Christmas and she says sometimes I use it which means you don't know where it is okay it's in her bathroom great um, so make sure you just tra- scrape your tongue. Um, so I've got my water next to the coffee. So I'll do coffee and, um, it usually will break my fast cause typically I'll use like a flavored creamer, but I've gotten to the point where that doesn't typically trigger me to want more food later in the day. I think I've, um, built enough of a diet and lifestyle around so much fiber and whole foods that I don't necessarily need to, I don't necessarily crave a bunch of sugary foods throughout the day, if, especially if I've gotten enough sleep. If I haven't gotten good sleep um, or it's a morning that I've opened and had to get up at like 3.30, then typically my hunger hormones are a little out of whack and I crave weird things. But with the coffee creamer, I'll do some So Delicious coffee, uh, coconut creamer. And once in a while, I'll do some Bulletproof MCT oils in there if I know I'm going to be coaching for a couple of hours before I eat. And then I'll usually... Um, while I'm at the studio, this is one of the times where I am a proponent of the protein powders. So I've been using a Sun Warrior chocolate protein powder. You can look it up. I don't have the link to it, but everything else I'm going to be talking about is going to have a link um, in my website and also on the show notes. So once you get to my website, you can just click on um, shop or products or one of those things and it has all the links. But um, yeah, so I'll do maybe one or two classes. So at that point, maybe it's nine or 10 in the morning. So I'll do a scoop of protein powder with some water. This is after my coffee, after my water. I'll do a scoop of protein powder in my water. I'll shake that up. So it's a little bit of protein to keep me full and satisfied. And then I'll do a banana or I'll do half a banana and a cut up kiwi. And I eat the kiwi like a cereal killer. I don't shave it. I don't peel it. I don't do anything. I just pop it in my mouth like a, like a, like an apple. I eat the fur on it. And if you think it's crazy, I dare you to try it. It's amazing. You won't notice. And you get a shit ton more fiber. Just make sure you rinse it off in case there was any other grubby hands on it. Carcass out. So you're going to be, um, definitely surprised to see that if you are pairing 
sugary fruits in the morning, with whole fruits, not just juiced fruits, but those fruits in the morning with maybe a protein shake, you will find that you're um, at least pairing with enough protein to keep you full so that your insulin won't go crazy and you're not just going to be eating a little bit of sugar and then crashing and craving throughout the rest of the day. So that's what I've been doing is like one or two kiwis and either a half or a whole banana and a little bit of the protein water that I like to use. And I will say the Sun Warrior chocolate protein powder, they've got great ingredients. It's got a little bit of stevia, so it's sweeter, but you know, I'm, it is what it is. You can get an unflavored kind, but I'm just, I'm just saying if I don't do it every day, then I probably just want to enjoy it. And it tastes like chocolate milk. It, it tastes like if you smell the inside of the chocolate protein powder, if you know it, when you were growing up as a kid, or if you do it now as an adult, the St. Ives, uh, hot chocolate, you would stick your nose in to the little packet and you would see all the little dehydrated marshmallows in there. That is what that smells like. It's amazing you're going to love it. So give that a try if you want to, if you're searching for a protein powder, but also you really don't need it. I just do it because I work out all the time and I'm predominantly plant-based and, um, efficiency wise it's, it's helpful. So, and I also don't want to be binge eating. That's way better than me being super, super ravenous throughout the morning and then binging for lunch and having like three bowls of cereal, a giant salad, and, and just, it's too much for my body and I don't need that. So this is what's been working for me. And then usually I'll come home, it'll be about noon, and I've been making awesome sandwiches lately. Oh yes, bread, cheese bread. You, it's fine, you eat, eat the fucking bread. So either I'll do a really nice high quality piece of sourdough. Um, I don't have that with me now, so I've just been doing um, two slices of toasted Dave's Killer bread. And then I will do a little bit of sauteed tempeh. So I'll slice up four or five pieces of tempeh, which is just a um, more solidified, fermented soybean. It adopts any flavor. I like to do it with a little bit of garlic, maybe a little bit of coconut aminos, whatever kind of have in the pantry. I like to keep it simple, nothing wild. Throw those on a, a pan for, honestly, on hot for two or three minutes, flip them over. We're all good. And they can be undercooked or overcooked. They're not like meat or anything where you can, you know, overdo it and they're tough or you can eat them while they're even raw. So that's, that's what I've been doing. And then I'll stack a few pieces of that tempeh on the bread. I'll do some spicy mustard, fuck yeah. I'll do a bunch of alfalfa sprouts. I'll slice up some tomato, about a, f a half of an avocado. So I try and get the smaller avocado so that I can do a full half. And typically, if it's a bitch avocado with a huge pit in it, then I'll just eat the whole avocado. I'll do that, maybe some everything but the bagel seasoning, and that's my lunch. But if we're being honest here, typically that's not my full lunch. Typically I'm snacking on like maybe, maybe I will scoop in some raw veggies and hummus while I'm cooking. I'll steam some edamame. Um, I like to do that. And this is all stuff that you can prep to eat at work as well. So that's what I've been doing for my lunch. It's yes, it's got carbs, but it's also got protein, a little bit of fat. So it's, if you are plant-based and you want to feel full after a meal, that's a great go-to. And tempeh you can find just anywhere I get mine organic non-gmo from you can get it at Trader Joe's Harris Teeter Publix Whole Foods wherever um, so that's what I've been doing for lunches or just a giant chopped salad without that bread so basically like everything that's on my sandwich just without the bread sometimes I'll do one piece of toast on the side I like bread um, and then throughout the day again like I said I'll snack sometimes I'll get little um, 
protein balls from a little health food down the store. It's got, um, it'll have like Brazil nuts. It'll have seeds. Maybe I'll have a blender bomb every once in a while. And then for dinner, that's when I really go fucking ham. So I'll do either a giant bowl of lentils with steamed broccoli and bok choy. Bok choy has been my jam lately. Um, I've been doing a lot of uh, lentil pasta with Rao's sauce, sensitive tomato, because I'm a sensitive gal. And I also, like, if I eat garlic or too much raw onion late at night, it wakes me up in the middle of the night and I can still taste it on my tongue. And I don't need that. I don't want that. And if I'm sleeping with a boy in the bed, it just, yeah. Your girl doesn't need to be projectiling garlic all over the place in the middle of the night. My pillow doesn't need to smell like it in the morning. So... Um, sensitive tomato rau sauce with a, a ton of pasta, but the way that I like to eat is volume. I just like to chew. I like to enjoy it. I'm not in front of the TV. Like I'm just sitting here with my roommates or one of my roommates, or even just by myself playing some music. And I'll do like eight, four, maybe five or six stalks of bok choy. I'll chop that up. I'll steam it. No salt. I don't cook with salt. I can add it in at the end if I want to, but typically I try not to. I'll do other flavors like light garlic, a little bit of, um, maybe a little bit of sesame oil, something just to add a little bit of flavor and depth, but nothing wild. Again, I try and stick to proper food combining. So I'll do a bunch of that lentil pasta, maybe a little bit of steamed tofu or chopped tofu. I know I've gotten a bunch of essential amino acids, um, throughout the day. And if I, if I feel like adding a little more protein, then I'll add some tempeh into there. And then it kind of just makes it this meaty, almost a meat sauce. So I can crumble up the tempeh or the tofu, put it with the pasta, put it with a little tomato sauce, and it's like a bolognese, you know? And so you do that, chop up the bok choy, steam it up. I'm telling you, bok choy is a really, really low-carb vegetable and obviously super high in fiber. It is so good and it is so filling and it adopts basically any flavor. If you prepare it properly, if you just steam it, you don't need to use oil. You don't need to use anything crazy. Um, I like to do that with a combination of just some broccoli florets in there. And then you have a huge dinner. I like to do it with a little, like I said earlier, coconut aminos, maybe some liquid aminos for a little salty soy type of taste. Um, that's really been a staple in my household. Um, if you are, and Taylor is a testament to this, and she's probably sleeping behind me, so I'll just try to be quiet. No. But I'm just kidding. Um, so, uh, the other night, like if, if you're trying to go plant-based and you are, uh, wanting to have a dinner party, you want to have a couple people over, I know it's quarantine. And if you're, if you're taking a, you know, you want to be six feet apart, that's fine. You can do a little station. I think that's a great way to play this. So it's not like everybody's grabbing at the same things, but everyone can have their own little bowls. We've been doing, and y'all have probably seen this on my social media, you, we've been doing a lot of rice paper wraps. You can order them on Amazon. You can, And I get this question all the time. Anytime I post it, where do you order your wraps? Google it, Amazon. You can go to an Asian market. You can also go, I, they Harris. usually have them at Harris Teeter. Yeah, exactly. Get, go to Harris Teeter, get some vermicelli noodles. It's just a rice noodle. It's basically just like air and carb a little bit. A nice little filler. You can get a shit ton of vegetables. You can use any different kinds. We used a ton of cilantro and basil from the garden. We used, um, we used what else do we use? We steamed some broccoli on the side. We used some mint. We used the alfalfa sprouts. We used uh, slivered carrots, mushrooms, avocado, tomato. Uh, Snap peas are great. Purple cabbage is great. There's a ton of different things you can put into these. I sauteed some tempeh. Um, Everyone else I was with last night did some shrimp. I wasn't feeling shrimp and we're going to get into that in a second. But 
again, those are a really great thing to have. And if you do have the capacity, all you literally, all you have to do, if you hate cooking, then this is your meal. You put a a bowl of water. You don't have to turn the stove on. You don't have to turn the microwave, zero appliance meals. And these are great for kids who are going to school or parents lunches on the go. You can, if you're a meat eater, you can put some, uh, don't eat sugar and you can put some salmon you can put some fish you can put some shrimp you can put steak in there I know my dad loves that um so you just dip the little rice paper into water you lay it out you fill it up you wrap it up like a little burrito you take two or three for lunch maybe three or four for lunch maybe four or five for lunch if you're feeling really hungry um you can wrap it with that tempeh you can do a little bit of marinated tofu it is the easiest thing ever it's all raw it's all potentially plant-based typically no dairy if you want to do like a little peanut sauce a little peanut drizzle up and now i know primal kitchens has a really great uh peanut sauce they're so easy to make you can prep a bunch if you've got a couple kids that you're trying to send healthy lunches with you can it's pretty interesting too if you send them with kids because they can look inside and like see all the pretty colors so they can see the avocado they can see maybe some brown chicken they can see some uh tomato in there or whatever vegetables they like this is just a really great vessel you throw some peanut sauce on there and you're fucking good to go um it's also amazing just if you want to eat good food um So that's really what I've been eating. I'm a pretty, I get into habits with my food. So that's what I'm doing. I try and update you guys once I get kind of a shift in my diet, but that's really where I've been at lately. So I don't cook with oils as little as possible. I don't cook with oils. I get my fats from maybe those MCT oils in my coffee, coconut creamer. Um, I'll get my fats also from avocado which is wrapped in fiber and makes me feel great. It's also just a beauty superfood. Um, I'll get it from a little bit of chia seed, some hemp seed, has some saturated fat in there. So definitely getting the fats that I need. Um, and I'm feeling really great. And I'm, I can also tell that I've been reverting away from the solo podcasts. And the reason I know that is because I've been saying, um, a lot and I will stop now with that. We're going to move to why basically I wanted to mention all the tempeh, all the tofu. Every time I I add eggs, when I say eggs, I mean like an egg a couple times a week or I add more salmon in or I add more fish in. I notice myself getting really lax with the plant-based foods. I notice that I just use the food as a crutch. And if you listened back a number of episodes. I did one episode called the chicken episode and it basically was me going into the poultry industry about how fucked up it is, about how mass produced all the chicken is that we eat. And even if it says free range, organic, non-GMO, no herbicides, no pesticides, no um, antibiotics or hormones, it's just BS. There's no real chicken anymore unless like you can see it clucking and you're feeding it organic food and it's not just eating corn. It's anyways. So I did this whole podcast and so many people will say, oh yeah, I'm trying to aim um, a little healthier, trying to eat less red meat, trying to get, you know, lower my cholesterol, whatever it is. So I'm trying to eat less red meat and more chicken. So I've just been eating more chicken. People just think of chicken as this fucking health food and I want to shake them. But then I realized and I kind of took a step back and I thought, well, that's exactly what I've been doing with fish. I'll say I'm, I'm plant-based, but I do eat fish. Like I'm trying to eat less or like better protein. So I'll just eat fish, which I'm not going to villainize. I still sometimes do. And I'm sure I will like 
in a couple nights, I'm going to go to dinner with a friend and we're going to a seafood place. Of course, I'm going to eat seafood there. Um, I still eat oysters, but I definitely want to be mindful of supporting the fishing industry because it's killing our oceans. The nets are getting stuck on whales. And that's just like, that is just the smallest fact to give out. Um, they say that, you know, in about 20 or 30 years, we're not even going to be able to swim in the ocean. We're not going to be able to use the ocean. It's just, it is becoming so quickly populated and it's environmentally just one thing that I can do. And, and yes, fish have nervous systems and they feel pain. And I guess I just never really, I mean, I don't live in the ocean, so I don't really, I didn't give it that much consideration, but from a digestive and from an environmental standpoint, it definitely does make more sense for me to be more mindful about what seafood I'm eating and how often I eat it. So I'm taking a step back from that. I really truly am being more plant-based than ever. And I will say it's, it's one of, it's one of the productivity hacks that I forget the most often. I forget how much energy I know that I naturally have when I stick to a plant-based diet. So I haven't done seafood or meat or dairy or anything in, I don't know, maybe six days. And I feel it's not one of those things where I'm shouting it from the rooftops, but I just don't feel anything like no bloating, no heaviness. My sleep patterns have been great. I noticed last night, I didn't even take the CBD that I normally take. I didn't take a melatonin and I slept like a rock. I didn't even think about it. Um, so I think that just without knowing it, the energy that I get from minimal animal products, even seafood is it's so impactful and I challenge everyone to at least try it for the energy benefits of it. It, it it takes off one load of stress that we just don't need right now. Whether you are stressed about work, finances, children, your sex life, yourself, what you're going to do in the future, maybe you're stressed about a relationship, maybe you're just at this point in the world with all the media happening with COVID, maybe you're just fucking scared to get out of your house. Maybe you're scared to see people. Maybe you're scared to see your parents because you're scared that something's going to happen. So we're living in this constant state of fear, whether it's subliminal, whether it's conscious, subconscious, and we don't need the stress to come from something that we are actively doing to ourselves. So if we can prioritize what we are putting into our bodies and uh, how it can actually be supporting us as opposed to crippling us, I think that it would it would change a lot of people's perspectives. Um, just this anti-inflammatory lifestyle is the way to go when there are so many things out of our control. And um, I, I hope that resonates with some of you guys. Either way. All right. We're going to get into just a couple supplements and then I'm through. Um, Oh my God. Um, um, the, um, let me take a sip of water while I, I'm unedited. You can't hold me down. All right. So the couple of supplements that I wanted to talk about, I've already linked them on my website. It's Eliza G fitness and health. It's all spelled out. You can check it out. It's also in the show notes. You can look at these there. You can click on it. Use the links in the website. It's definitely helpful. Wink, wink. But if you are interested in any of these supplements, we're going to go over them really quickly. So I wanted to talk about the glutathione. So glutathione is an antioxidant. It's an amino acid. It's um, it's not really just a supplement that I take because of the drinking, but it's something that 
I had been drinking a lot and it reminded me and I I just am a useless human after I've drank too much and I'm hungover. So it's just not worth it for me. So I started taking a glutathione supplement. It also had a little bit of milk thistle in it, which aids in liver health. So I will take one or two glutathions before I drink. Um, and don't quote me on whether or not you can take it on an empty stomach or a full belly, but I've been taking it on um, a, a pretty empty stomach and it's been fine for me, but every body is totally different, especially if you've never taken supplements before, or if you have a sensitive stomach. So I take one glutathione pill or one or two before I start drinking and then one or two the next morning. And I, f- I, I genuinely can tell you that throughout my twenties, I've been hell to be around if I'm hungover and I'm unproductive, I'm depressed, I'm just anxious and it's not worth it. So this is an antioxidant. It's packed with um, different things that will help fight off free radicals, which are basically just damaging to your cells. So it helps with cell repair and it helps with longevity. It's just a great antioxidant. It's a good supplement. Even if you don't take it every day, good to have in the cabinet. Um, if you, when you remember to take it, highly recommend. It doesn't just have to be for drinking. That's just when I happen to be around it. So glutathione, I have it linked on my website. The next one is the digestive enzymes. Now I couldn't find the digestive enzymes that I take on Amazon. So I linked another product that I really like from this brand. The brand is called Saluna. And I I really just talked about the detoxifying max oxygenated magnesium supplement that this brand has. So Saluna, um, this is again, all plant-based. It's like a veggie capsule and the ingredients are great. So it's oxygenated magnesium that will help to support, um, basically just detoxifying in the sense of elimination. So you, as far as your conference calls go, if you want to be super regular, if you're traveling, if you're one of those people that gets, uh, really constipated while you travel, or if you're just stressed as fuck right now, and you know that your schedule is all crazy and you haven't been pooping, then this is something to maybe look into because it's non-habit forming and it's also not like a laxative effect. So you're not going to be just running to the bathroom. It really is just good to help um, basically pick up what's going on inside of your um, inside, inside of your gastrointestinal system and just clear it out of you. So it's not going to be anything alarming, but I do think that it's a good support system. So if you can find the digestive enzymes, I'm sure you can go onto that Saluna website and find the digestive enzymes, but the detoxifying magnesium is great. My sister takes it once in a while if she's traveling and she says she really likes it as well. Her and I have very similar, um, but I wanted to be honest with y'all that I've only taken, I think, I don't even think I've ever taken the detoxifying magnesium, but so many of you guys have questions about how to eliminate, how to get regular, um, or if you travel a lot for work, um, so that's one great supplement that I would recommend if you if you are having a prim- predominantly plant lifestyle, you're moving, you're sleeping, you're hydrating, this is just another way to support. Um, and again, for the digestive enzymes, genuinely, once you find them, buy them and, and give it a little while. And what it does is the digestive enzymes, it basically makes it feel like your body is just getting more opportunity to chew. It's just helping the food digest and break down and assimilate much more easily. So it's basically going to uh, use different things called lipase, which is going to help to break down food and you will absorb more nutrients and you'll eliminate more properly. I like to take two 
or three every time I go out to eat. So if I'm going out to eat and you see me popping pills, it's because maybe there's a lot of oil in the food. Maybe there's chips and salsa, chips and guac, margaritas. Like, let's get fucked up. Let's do it. Take your digestive enzymes. You'll be fine. Not after your meal, but before. Um, I also linked the Good Girl Probiotics. And I'm really not going to spend much time on this. This is just what people ask. And so I'm just showing you guys what I use. This brand has a bunch of different options. But I will notice that the, or I will say that the product, the probiotics that I've been taking, I do think that they have some, um, some line of bacteria called Jarodophilus, which is great for, um, feminine health, vaginal health. It supports that whole, that whole area. So if you struggle with things like UTIs, yeast infections, maybe BV, anything chronic down there, definitely look into a probiotic to make sure your gut health is all good. Um, especially if you're, I mean, like me, I wear gym clothes all the time, sweating all the time, moving around all the time. You just want to make sure that shit's all good. And then, um, that's really all I have as far as the supplements go. I've already talked about the glutathione and on this page on my website. So if you go to Eliza G fitness and health and you click on products, not shop, but products, if you click on shops and it's like the ebooks and things that you can buy, which great, buy those too. But the products are where it's at. Click on the picture, click on where it's underlined. You know what to do. You're not an idiot. Um, but yeah, use those links. It's super helpful. But again, like I said, super short podcast. This will be out. It is Thursday, August 13th. I hope you guys have been great. Um, everything's been going good over here. What am I saying? It's kind of been a shit show over here. It's been a little Taylor, I, she's, I, I know, rolling her eyes over here. She's like, it's not going great, but we're, we're making it work. Work has been um, just extra busy. I know we have a bunch of people who listen to podcasts who know that I work with a, a gym in uh, Charleston, and the fitness industry is just kind of getting pounded right now with COVID, and it's tough, and we're all just doing our very best, um, trying to support each other, trying to stay uplifted, but also trying to be real with ourselves and say, okay, like, you can be upset, you can be pissed, you can be frustrated and all these different things. And um, that's why, again, this podcast is so important. This is why I want to continue to give out so much information and make sure you guys know that I'm here from a place of just making sure that you know that I want to impact you in the best way possible. want to communicate with you guys. I want to learn as much as you guys want to learn. And if I can touch just one of you guys, that's my whole goal. So if you're interested still, again, in nutrition consults, I can help you plan an eating routine, maybe look at your morning routine and help you adjust that. Um, if you just need some accountability, let me know. But yeah, check out the show notes. All the info is on there. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, episode 89. I will talk to you guys next week.